0: Today on the Creative Connect podcast, we'll be discussing should entrepreneurs be building their own websites and 10 quick tips to stand out on any news feed.
1: It is 2021, which means that if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, you need a website. And it can't just be a website. It has to look professional and add credibility to the brand. Bobby, did you know that the average person spends 45 seconds on a website. But before that, they spend 8 seconds on your homepage just kind of scrolling and assessing whether they're going to move forward and hit another page or not. And also that number is, you know, for what we consider like a good website.
0: Well, that's really not a lot of time. So basically if people don't like your website right away, they're just going to click off of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically, people have to be able to click on your website and know whether or not they're going to get what they want from it.
0: And whether they trust you and your brand quickly.
1: Exactly. Which brings us to today's topic. It's actually something that we get asked about a lot.
0: And that's should entrepreneurs build their own websites.
1: So I love that we get asked this question so often because I think nowadays, people are really eager to create as much as they can for themselves. There's really the sense of autonomy because, you know, people can kind of learn to do a lot everywhere.
0: Yeah, especially if it's a new company or business who's still working towards being profitable or just trying to be frugal in general. And especially when there are so many tutorials online, you can basically learn how to do anything you want online on your own time.
1: Yes, right. So what's the answer? When should you build your own website? And when should you hire someone else to do it?
0: So I'd say that that's a two-part answer, and it's not really a straightforward one either.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Because building a website isn't always as straightforward as it seems, especially if you have integrations. So I guess part one is for the people who have experienced building websites before and who are sort of familiar, maybe not experts, you know, but who know uh, Squarespace, Wix, Shopify, et cetera. Right. Because hiring a web designer, especially an experienced one, can actually be really expensive.
0: Yes, especially if you're doing something with a significant amount of coding. Exactly. So if you have experience and like more than just a few YouTube tutorials, but actual experience building a website, a good chunk of one as well, then yes, build your website. Save the money on a web designer and go invest it on something else.
1: But also remember that these platforms are constantly undergoing updates. So if you were familiar with, let's just say, Wix a year ago, you could be looking at a really different website now. And you could be spending a lot of time building that site, your site specifically. And then if you're picky about the details and really want to get things done right, it could take even longer.
0: Yes, which is important. Obviously, the details are very important. It goes back to what we were saying. If the details aren't there, people are just going to click off. The quality of your site reflects the quality of your end product.
1: Okay. So I think this brings us to the second part of this question. The people who don't have any experience building a website. Yes. Okay. So the thing is, these platforms can be tricky to learn, to say the least. And again, to reiterate, getting your website right is so important. It's as important as your socials. Maybe more?
0: Yeah, I'd say that's for another episode, but yes, that's very important. Right,
1: okay. So basically, you need a very good website. And I think a lot of people don't realize how hard it is to create one. Like, creating an okay website, sure, you can manage it. But really building an amazing site takes time and skill and an eye that web designers develop over time.
0: And not to mention the technical skills.
1: Right. So I think that for people who have near zero experience designing their own website can be tricky. And specifically, I think it's just kind of not the best use of their time. New businesses and small business owners are generally really busy. And so it comes down to a question of, can you and should you really devote a ton of your time learning a craft to then just have it be, you know, okay?
0: Yeah, it's definitely a tricky one. And I really think it comes down to your time management and efficiency and the general cost benefit analysis. So, if you think you have time to devote to it, um, as well as the ability to learn actually what to do, then you can definitely go that route. But if you don't, it's definitely a good idea to spend some money on someone who does have some experience, definitely for just your first website to get started.
1: Yeah, it's an investment you need to make. And you're either going to invest your time or your money. And I think it's just about understanding. It's about the trade-offs. Exactly. It's about the trade-offs. And being honest with yourself, you
0: know? Yeah, if you think you can really do it, then, you know, go ahead. And if if you think it's just way too out of your ballpark, uh, there's people you got for that. And here are 10 quick facts to stand out on a newsfeed. Number one, share the content of new and upcoming creators, especially ones that are in your area or your field, and learn to collaborate with them so you two can grow together. Number two, remember to be bold. Learn to stand out from the crowd. Nobody wants to see or follow the same thing over and over again. The more captivating you make your content, the better. Include links or other posts that you've made in order to keep an audience on your page for longer so that they'll want to come back for more in the future. Also, make sure that whatever you post grabs a viewer's attention from the offset. Number three, make sure to post at the right time. Posting at 4 a.m. on a Monday might not be the best time, but if you wait until 4 p.m., you'll probably have much better luck. If you post when people are online, they're more likely to see your content and go to your feed and continue to see your content into the future. Number four, don't forget to start a conversation. The more people that comment on your post and the more you interact back with them, the more time people will look at your feed. Even asking a simple question can boost interactions on your post by 20%. Number five, know your audience. If you don't know your audience, Your post has a much higher chance of flopping. Make sure to create a theme and go off of that. Your audience came for one thing, so make sure that they keep coming back for more. Be sure to study old posts and keep up with the ones that do well and scrap the ones that flop. Number six, but you can switch it up from time to time. This can be anywhere from a fun fact to a quote by someone who inspires you, but don't forget to keep it in the bounds of your page. So say you focus on cars, maybe do a quote from a famous driver or a beloved car film, but Don't talk about the kid's new trampoline. Number seven, add in a giveaway or an offer. By doing this and requiring people to interact to be qualified, you have a high chance to drive traffic to a certain post. And don't be afraid to start small and then grow from there. Number eight, here's a fun one. Emojis actually help. Using various emojis and emoticons can actually make a post easier to read and understand for many people to look at quickly. Plus, it'll make your post more fun and inviting for viewers. Number nine, here's one for videos. Make them quick and very, very short uh, for people with short attention spans. If you can make your presence recognizable within the first three seconds of a video, your chance of success is much higher. And make sure your video matches the objective you're looking to meet and go with that. Especially if you're looking to, say, grow on mobile, make sure the format of the video works well for mobile. Because if someone already doesn't care about your video, they're not going to want to turn their phones for something that they probably might not enjoy. And number 10, keep it short. Most people devote little time per person on social media. So don't waste their time or your And say on Twitter, make it quick. Anything less than 120 words is the real sweet spot to be.
1: I'm your co-host, Catalina Valencia.
0: And I'm Bobby Oliver.
1: And this is another episode of Creative Connect.
0: Make sure to tune in next week for another new episode.
1: That's it for today on Creative Connect. As always, we love getting and answering your questions. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, tell everybody about this podcast as we continue to navigate the interesting and not straightforward world of marketing.